ain't nobody listening to this shit. Welcome to the Beyond Our Service podcast, where two veterans with wives and kids pretend to know what they're doing in life. We look at the good, bad, and ugly and lap our way through it all. So come join us as we go beyond our service. Welcome, guys, to uh, Beyond Our Service podcast. Today is March 7th, 2021. Today we are going to be talking about uh, push presence again. We're going to have a guest on here to rebuttal our uh, point of view. And we are going to talk about the underrated and overrated restaurants. And to follow up our beer with a buddy segment, we are going to have wine with an ex-wife. That's right. My ex-wife, Jenny, and uh, and her husband, my kid's wonderful stepfather, Tyson, will be on here um, to talk with us. And we would be remiss not to mention that in our first two months, we now have over a thousand downloads with listeners in eight different countries and 37 states. So a massive, massive thank you to everybody yeah. who supported us, who has listened, who has reached out, given us feedback. Again, we just want to make this as um, incredibly inclusive and uh, we want everyone to be a part of this that wants to be a part of it. So thank you so much. Yeah, thanks a lot, guys. Really appreciate your support in that. Um, also really wanted to thank you guys for all the book recommendations that we got on, um, for the next Junto. So we're going to do, it's basically just a, it's a book club that we do once a month. It's going to, it's more of a long form discussion, kind of a deep dive, uh, book review. Uh, we asked for some more recommendations for the next one and, uh, we got a lot of comments on our Facebook page. So if, if you are not aware, we are, we do have a Facebook page, follow and like it. Uh, we put up some random stuff and updates on that as well. Um, if you have not listened to the Junto, the first one we put out, uh, came out last week. It is like, like I said, it's a little bit longer one. It's totally different. If book reviews aren't your thing, don't worry about it. Um, if they are, then check it out. Let us know what you think. And, uh, thanks a lot guys. Really appreciate the, uh, the feedback and the support. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. So today we have Miss Ginny on. Uh, she listened to our first episode and my hatred of push presence. So she reached out to her ex-husband. Yeah, background. Her. Jenny is my ex-wife. Yep. Um, yep. I she actually lived also... with her for a short period of time in college. So fun. We did. Oh, yeah. We all lived together. Oh, You're welcome. And then and... Uh, her husband, Tyson, is going to come on and hopefully give kind of counterbalance whatever we're about to receive from Jenny here. So yeah. we're looking forward to what we have. But here we go, Jenny. This is this is yours. Take it away. What uh, What's on your mind about the push presence? Okay, so I listened to the first episode with the push presence, and my jaw was literally on the floor because I was laughing, and everything you guys were saying was completely ridiculous. So the I, don't, purpose, I don't think that's possible. <laughs> the purpose of a push present is because you guys just have to do one thing, right? You only have to have an orgasm and that's it. That's all you have to do. The mm. female has to be sick for the first three months. Hopefully it just lasts three months. With Taylor, I literally threw up every single thing I ate or drank 
Adam knows that. I see him smiling right now. With Brooklyn, I threw up the whole time. And then you get fat. By the end, you waddle. You have to push a baby out. It's There's so much that goes into being pregnant that you totally deserve a present from your husband. It's called a baby. No. That is what not. Do you mean, no, that no. is the present. I did not I did not just have an orgasm. I also had to stay in like rubber feet like 3 times a day. What? I had to like I had to rub her feet like 3 times a day. My wife when she was pregnant, her feet would hurt, her legs would hurt, her whatever else. Everything and I had to hurt. do all of that. Yeah, I mean it sucks. I get it, but You don't get it. No. Yeah, I mean I've been hit. Well, no, I've been we kicking don't. the balls. We don't so get I know it. what it's like. Okay. <laughs> but we totally deserve a present. That's not the baby because then the baby comes well, and you don't baby? have sleep. Your body still hurts, your body's recovering, you're still fat. Um yeah. I still like pee when I sneeze. So come on. That means hey. you haven't done enough Kegel exercises. <laughs> and two, you have to when you <laughs> Is that your official I diagnosis? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't push any babies out. I had three then you definitely don't get a push present. Which is major yeah, surgery. It just seemed, yeah, I would agree. I think you just eliminated completely your ability to get a push present if you didn't, in fact, push. Yeah. I had major surgeries. Maybe like a, maybe like a, do they have a de-gutting? Like a you were high as a kite. And do they have those? We need so, to look up because push present would be if you push the baby out. If it gets ripped out of your organs, then I feel like that's a different kind of present. All right, anyway. all right, Jenny. What is what is the scale of present then that is deserving for? So mothers? usually it's usually like some jewelry. Um, for yeah. my push present, I got a SUV car. Jesus. We're going to talk about um, that. It can be. Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> I know You're going to come on here and rebuttal this? With you. Um, it could be like a designer bag, which oh. I spoke a to. A diaper Eve. bag? That's what she wants. Um, but we'll oh, talk about say that, that again? at the end. Yeah, don't talk to Eve. We had a side conversation. We'll get to that at the end. So Adam's prepared whenever they have a baby. Oh. She's but not getting if, anything. So if you go on Instagram and you hashtag push present there is okay. hundreds of thousands of pictures of push presents if you also, go on the internet there's hundreds of thousands of stupid people that you can find at any given time also yeah I, if you don't want to do a push present there's such thing as a baby moon no i knew no baby moon we went on one of those that's i, I feel like that's a little bit more legit because then i get to go too <laughs> What is the baby moon? They're so selfish. Yeah, baby moons. You don't know what a baby moon is? I've no, I've literally never heard of it. I heard of it first when Tyson texted me when he asked about the push present segment. That's the first time I'd ever seen the term baby moon. <laughs> what or did baby you moon. say to this man? I can't wait to hear. So I think so a, a a baby moon is basically like there's a certain point when in your pregnancy. Uh, or in her pregnancy that she's not really supposed to travel any longer. At least that's how, like, so especially if you're going to fly or whatever, like the doctor's like, hey, past this point, you can't fly anymore or whatever, whatever. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like you go on a trip or do something 
for like a weekend or whatever it is. And it's kind of like the last trip you're going to have before the baby, because you know, life sucks after you have children. So you kind of have like a little bit, especially babies, because babies are the worst. And so you do that. You like, you go on a little trip and enjoy your life a little bit more before your soul gets completely ripped out of your body yes, by your newborn accurate. child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So baby, Jenny, what I'm what... cool with, cause that's like a, Hey, we made a baby together. We are going to go on a, trip together how enjoyable is a trip when you're suck. super pregnant it's still enjoyable so what is what what is like an adequate baby moon then so we were gonna go on a baby moon we were just gonna stay in california and go somewhere Ugh. is that because you have to are you even allowed to leave that like you the country in california you have Bro, to ask permission if you take if you take huh? like politics out of it if you take politics out of the situation like cali's as good as it gets man oh no i know that's when i went to lake tahoe that's what i was like man we need to figure out how to make the california side what oh california side side. california side okay it was a south lake lake tahoe so when we went there it was like man if i could just if we could just keep get we just need to get all of the californians to come to texas like all of them and then all the texans will go to california because you took our state politics and you put it in that state is way better than our state. We don't have Wait, you're saying uh, I guess so we have like a mountain. Huh? You're saying California is better politics? Like No, 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 land no, no, wise, no. like just oh. the state, like the everything. Everything, everything about in it. California like, is not related to politics. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. It's phenomenal. Yeah. God, okay, so great. so a baby moon you're down with. Are you, yeah, it, I, I agree does, with that. Do one. both have to exist, Jenny, or does it like the baby they, moon you can do without no, and the push presents a month? Jesus, there's like, I I just hashtagged push present. So many, right? The first there is sixty thousand of them, and the first like fifty are cars. Yeah, it's a car. <sighs> I got a car. These people are idiots. Okay, Tyson, talk about the car. Yeah, please. So, <laughs> you and Adam already had side conversations. No. So it's not fair. I'm going to start off. I promise with we did. Things you guys probably never even heard of. It was the first time I heard of a push present, a baby moon, a pregiversary. Okay, that's not a thing. What? Pregiversary? That's some high school stuff right there. That's terrible. Everything that she can think of to get a present, a trip, or. <laughs> <laughs> or she'll she'll just come with it so let we'll, we'll start I, mean, off. I can't blame her for trying but yeah god yeah so we'll start off with the the, the prego gift or the baby push present yeah push present push present so already knew going into it it was going to be a cesarean section so when she came with me came to me with the push present i'm like this is nonsense this is garbage you know amen Amen. The and reason a woman. why an SUV came into the picture is because we're adding on to the family. We're gonna need more space. She was getting. She didn't want the minivan. Fuck no. She didn't want the minivan. No <laughs> fucking way. Yeah, I'm. I'm with you on that one, Jenny. So I'm with you on the minivan. I love the okay. minivans, but I no, get. I it. love minivans. <laughs> they're, they're. They're. Nope. Nope. We're not right. gonna talk about the minivan. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Tyson, you like the minivans? I like minivans for the family. Dude, I'm no. telling you, the minivans, are, they're so versatile. The All right, we won't get, get back into the minivans. I love them. I but. mean, you can <laughs> get the TV in their headrest. We have TVs in the SUVs. Yeah, but the gas. Oh, come on. Let's We're up to $4 a gallon again in California. 
right. Yeah, y'all gonna be an. That is not in insignificant. Yeah. What do you? Is that a V8? What what yeah. SUV did you buy? So it had to be a luxurious SUV. It couldn't be. It couldn't be your Ford Explorer. <laughs> yeah. Of course that sounds not. Right. No. no. It, it it had to be. She kept saying Range Rover this, Range Rover that. Range Rover's not big enough. Then she said something about a a a, a Mercedes what? It wasn't big enough. It wasn't the, that. Oh my monster. gosh! To now get a big Mercedes? Mercedes? Oh my yeah. goodness! That's disgusting. So, as I usually have to do, I have to reel her back into reality <laughs> and tell her the best you're gonna get is a Nissan Armada. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, that and thing's I a tank. No. Those are big. Yeah. And I said no. And she said no. And why did you okay. say no? Because I wanted the Infinity. Oh, because she wanted the Infinity. The luxury, <laughs> the luxury Nissan car. brand. Even Jesus. though the Armada and the and the Infinity are the same car, just made by yeah. the same people. Same gotta engine, have that, gotta same have the brand. everything. So guess what I got? So and I had to Ford? go. Infinity tank. Listen, but listen where I had to go and buy this car. Texas. Texas. Mm. Texas. You're welcome. All, oh, you're just, just going to feed into Steve-O's eagle right now. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's And they had a better Texas. pricing point, so. Um, I, I don't pay full price for nothing, that's for sure. So uh, we ended Good. up getting an SUV. It wasn't a push present. Yes, it was. In her mind, that's what she says, but it was <laughs> we're adding on to the family. So, um. <laughs> no, honestly, Tyson, you should have taken credit for that as a push present because you needed to upgrade the vehicles anyways with the growing. No, family. he wanted to. No, make you so that have been the perfect. Don't give her a push present. No. Well, I get it. Like car. you don't want to set the precedence, but no, at no. the same time, you could still be like, "Hey, I'm amazing, and I got you a well, car yeah. for a push well, present, which amazing. I was going to get you anyways." Uh, got her a freaking car no, either way. You wanted what, what to be that? sure it was not a push present. You are not getting a push present. This is not a push present. This is a new car for our baby. Because I, don't right. want to I respect the hell out of that, too. Establishing that this is what men are going to have to do from now on. I'm not accepting that. No, I agree. <laughs> I respect that even more, actually. Yeah, now yeah, that no, I think I about it. it. You could have taken the credit, agree. which would have been the easy way, but you're right. If you guys had another kid, then she would have been like, all right, well, exactly. are you going to buy me all mankind right now? Are you going to buy me a jet next? Like, what's, what's so, next? And moving on with the conversation, she talks about, I'm going to, my feet swell. I threw up. I, the only thing you do is donate the sperm. Yeah. No. No. I, hey, it, I was there the whole time through. Whatever comes along with the pregnancy, whether it's the swollen feet, the headaches, the back aches, uh, whatever elements elements come from from being pregnant, I'm there with you. You know, so the it's not about changes. being there all on your own. I'm experiencing the different personalities that I. Hey, I, hey, there's hey. one of them right now. Yeah, um, there's lots of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're right. No, that's you're a good point. Right. That's a great point because if you yeah. think about it, if if People, if women start demanding the push presence because they bear all of it, you're you're almost like inferring that the dad is just a deadbeat that he yeah. just he did his thing and then just left and he's not a I part of the picture at all. So that's her. kind of unfair. Okay, I changed my eating habits for her. Okay, I was diabetic when I was pregnant, so I had to eat differently. That's not, you didn't have to eat differently. But I, I I'm supporting my wife. I want to be. But there he and did. Wow. Right. That's an emotional push present that he emotional. just put forward right there. That's unbelievable. I feel like the sacrifice. 
First of all, I, I would rather buy I would rather buy a car than change my diet. Yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Especially That's an incredible sacrifice. Oh and then she talks about the weight gain. If she changed up her diet, how did she gain? She didn't gain that much no, weight. No, 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 no. She said this was her what healthiest pregnancy ever. Yes, weight wise. Weight wise. Yes. So but... let me let me correct the situation. She didn't gain that much weight. The only weight she gained was the baby. No added weight. Soon as she, soon as she, the baby was out, she was back. Okay, but with she was Taylor, back. we're not because talking about Adam knows I was giant. Those, yeah, I was there. Pregnancy, I was there for that. That, one. that pregnancy predates push hey, present. We can't count. I'm that gonna, out. I'm gonna no, defer. Right. I'm gonna defer to Ryan from the office when he tells Pam. He's like, you know, scientifically. You only have to gain 10 pounds for a pregnancy. Like anything beyond that's on you. So, <laughs> so I'm not saying, I'm just saying. So Tyra, it sounds like because of your impeccable manliness, oh, your servant leadership in your household, serving your wife and cooking all of her food and changing. I feel like you should have gotten a van as a push present for yourself. Dodge Caravan. A Dodge Caravan. Hey, your dad had a Dodge Caravan. Hell yeah, he did. Oh, we it listened black. to that one. It was terrible. Damn, we had a he Dodge Caravan. I, I love that. I told him the company didn't give him another one. That was just <laughs> was that was a pissed. sad day, man. You have, yeah, he was so mad. You have no idea how mad that man was. I look at I look at minivans now, and I'm so jealous of all the features. You got seats that fold into the Shut floor. You got you can open Shut it up like the hell cargo up. space at your feet. Like dude, He's the versatility is unreal. Minivan. Stop it. Anyways. All right. They have hidden compartments in minivans. Stop. You can get, you can get some nice things with an affordable SUV. It doesn't have to be an Infinity, but well, you still have the Infinity. You got your Infinity. So we have an Infinity QX80. It has the TVs and the headrest all loaded. That's what we got. Happy push present. No push present. Those things are like almost, I mean, like bigger than Hummers. Those are huge. Those Armadas are huge. They're huge. And she can't even drive it. Okay. She okay. can't even drive it. <laughs> so do you drive it at all? You can't drive it. So no, 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 no. That's not fair. I can drive it. I'm not very good at parking it. I'm only. She's that's only good at driving. That's a big deal. But but that's a crucial part of driving. <laughs> backing up's a part of driving too, right? <laughs> Parallel yes. parking is a part of driving too, right? Yeah. Driving yes. into tight parking garages. Oh yeah. Yeah. I can't drive into the park. How often how often have you had to like walk an excessive amount because she can't park in a normal spot? Does well, that happen at all? When I go into the garage, she always walks in and stands at the door to make sure I don't hit the wall. I had to Even put a tennis ball all kinds of sensors and cameras on it. I had to put the, the tennis ball in our garage to make sure that Eve doesn't hit the stairs or the front wall. Because we our garage we is tight. We have sonar that goes beep, beep 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 when you come close to the wall, but she just keeps going. <laughs> <laughs> it's a suggestion it's not an it's not a rule just a suggestion is there is there any is there any threshold or level of present that the the guys in this conversation right now would be willing to do on the push pre, like the push present front or would you or is it just like an absolutely so, not like i'm not ever going to acknowledge it or I'm never going to set the precedent? Or is there realistically something that you're like, you know what, this, this makes sense? So if, if Renee, if we had another baby, which thankfully that's impossible, but if we ended up having another baby, um, then, and it almost like killed her like every month for nine straight months, then maybe I'd get her like 
stick of gum. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. So, what kind honestly, of gum? Starburst. The uh, zebra gum. Oh, that flavor lasts for nothing. You have to eat the whole pack for it to last for like six (laughs) minutes. I got grounded as a kid because I ate a whole pack of zebra gum because I'm like, Mom, there's no flavor. (laughs) Uh, No, I think think if we... it, it, to me, the biggest the biggest thing I, I hate about it is the expectation of a push present. So like if it if I had just like heard of it or whatever and came and like or decided to give her a surprise her with one and she never ever said anything about it like if there wasn't an expect like you better get me a gift or a car, Jenny, then I I wouldn't I probably would have given her gotten her something. I really never even heard of it before. To a degree, it makes sense. I just I just don't like the idea of like expecting it. I don't, I don't even like my kids expect things like anything. It's just, I don't know all of it. It just takes the fun out of it. It takes the fun at the enjoyment of like getting to the surprise and like, look, I did a nice thing instead of like, look, I did what you told me to do. Cause there's 69,000 other ones that hashtagged it on Instagram. <laughs> like that just sucks the fun out of it. Adam, you should answer that because you and Eve are going to have another baby. Yeah. And y'all are the only one that's list. possible. And the point the of it only... is, is that you wanted this situation. You wanted to be pregnant. You you knew it was going to happen. Ooh, that's Why a great point. Why are you point. expecting something out of it? I don't get paid. I don't have a response to that. Oh, oh that's a good point. That's Damn. a cop-out. He brings up quite a point. Oh. And you have nothing to respond? <laughs> <laughs> I will wow. say, in as I'm getting older, I do I do think like there would be something. It would be nice to give them something, right? Because like when we had Taylor yeah. in Brooklyn, and you're way younger, all you're focused on is like that kid, like that's it. And then like there's such like anticipation as you're waiting for that. Now, as I think about it, like you do you put <laughs> you put your wife through hell to have this kid. And then as soon as they have Hold the on, baby, though. she does. The, you it, pretty much was a, no, I get it. Look, she has like her. Agreement. It is a mutual agreement. But I mean, you, you probably should still acknowledge the fact that you've got it a lot better than them. And then as soon as they have the kid, 100 percent of the focus is on the kid. Yeah. And so there is an opportunity, I feel like, in retrospect to where the mom can feel pretty. I don't know. Like there's just like you have this nine month buildup and then you have the kid and then all the focus is on them. Like it would be kind of nice to show some appreciation and some love to the mom. Yeah, I, again, I think, however, nice, I think however, nice the level that push presents are at, I'm completely against. So twenty dollars, nice. twenty dollar limit you're saying is they already have holidays established for that. It's called Mother's Day. Yeah, that's true. It's called but they have, it's called birthday. It's called you know what, babe, you've been good. You've been good. you've been good. <laughs> I'm gonna take you out. You've behaved nicely. Hey, now there's something to out. that. There's something to that because when you come home with random flowers or cards or do something sweet spontaneously, like you should. I mean, you're banking it right there. You'd be like, hey, this is a spontaneous push present. Two years later, I love you. Yeah. I love that you carried my kid. Here you go. I'm continually showing it. I don't need to buy a car every time. Yeah, to me, I think it's the expectation is what hurts it for me. I definitely think baby moons are 
fun, especially your first kid, because like your whole life changes so much. No, especially after kid. multiple kids, you need to get away from your kids more than ever. Once yeah, you have multiple, those kids. are different. A baby things. moon. Are... I feel like a baby moon on the first one isn't as necessary as the second and follow-on one. It's no, you, that's that is when you them. have like your pregiversary needs to be where it's like. Both you and your husband just get the hell out, and you just make your kid just stick your kid with. Are you, with you acknowledging clothes. a pregiversary like it needs to happen? It, only if it counts as a trip. I'm down with trips that we both get to go on. Well, you, now fun. you're you're crossing the line of that precedence that you were talking that you hate so much about with a freaking pregiversary, dude. I'm, I'm just saying, any excuse to to pawn my children off onto my grand my parents, and then I you need to find some better to excuses to get rid of your kids. I can pawn my kids off easy. Crystal That's will be there on the next plane. Oh my goodness! It's <laughs> yeah. it's. Cra- I have to fend her off from pregiversaries and like opportunities for trips. That's craziness. And okay, you've got Adam. in-laws locally. Okay, Adam. Well, my my we'll mom takes care of my kids every with week, Eve's so. list for when you guys get pregnant. Okay. All right. Good. This is good because I'm gonna publicly on the record. Like, uh, I'm just going to come out and say I'm not getting any of these. So let's okay. hear. Let's let the disappointment <laughs> rain down right okay, now. So these are the first. The, let's hear the list of things that will not happen at all. Okay. Wow. Wow. A designer handbag with the matching wallet. Nope. And designer like Louis Vuitton or Gucci. Don't get like Michael Kors. Not Nothing against Michael Kors, but she wants wow. like high-end designer. Okay. Louboutin red bottom high heels. What the hell are those? Man. I would uh, man. I would get pissed off about the shoe argument, but I have more shoes than she does, so I can't okay. really talk about that. A diamond band to go with her wedding ring set or a diamond band for a right hand ring. Nope, don't like that. <laughs> a gold <laughs> name plated necklace Who's or name? diamond earrings. Of Adam's name? I don't think she would want Adam's name on there, but I don't know. She didn't tell me the name. Well, I mean, if he's buying the necklace, I feel like he can get to choose your the name. name. On Adam. <laughs> <laughs> she needs to specify. I'm about to get yeah, her a gold plated name necklace. <laughs> <laughs> Give her like Mr. T. Just it's gonna say just it's gonna like say Afum on there. She's gonna hate it. <laughs> so that is Eve's list. So I all right. Well, it sucks to be Eve. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, Eve, I love you. I know you're going to listen to this on over there in the Middle East, but uh, <laughs> I don't see that happening. Tell you what, for a push present, I will not get a vasectomy before I can, uh, before I impregnate you. How about that? That is that is that is the present I am willing to to get right now because I put the, I put that part on hold so that we could uh, we could have a child and uh, that'll be great and. I'm sure inevitably I'll get something stupid and whatever. Moving on. Yeah. That that was an uncomfortable list for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, the only thing I had to say All right. is where, where do women come up with these things? Do they have like a women's convention <laughs> no. where they all yes. get together and That's say, not- you know what? We need more gifts. <laughs> we need to capitalize on being married, being pregnant, you know. Yep. Because yeah. obviously you guys all knew about this. <laughs> Have you ever yeah, heard the, the bill? Renee, you, you ever listen to it. like we were in the lost? So you ever listen to Bill Burr Tyson? Women, you know that that all come together and say, you know what? Let's do these. Let's do this. And then you come and bring the idea to us, and we're like, what the? Are you insane? <laughs> but then, 
if we all want to be happy, we kind of got to give in and go with this nonsense. <laughs> no, it's we got to stand numbers. strong it's together. It's strength in numbers, man. So yeah. we as men just need to like. Yeah, we gotta we gotta put a. We need to rally life. around each other happy and deny life, it. Happy life. Yeah. But yeah, what, what kind of. But sometimes. I'm happy. <laughs> I'm happy. I'm, yeah, I'm happy. All right then. I wanna. I wanna. <laughs> what, what, what do you call it? Let's let's make up some stuff. No, no, no. Uh, spray is present. Lou, Lou, I want a spray what? present. What? A spray or an injection present? Yeah, oh there we go. God. Insemination day. There it is. <laughs> I mean, there's a level of pushing both ways, right? So it can be a, a two-way push present. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> I can't with you. Hey, Men, we just need to band together as men and That's just right. say enough is enough. Because if no one's getting push presents, then we're all safe. It's just the, the right. onesies and twosies who hashtag this crap on Instagram. Yeah. They unionize, they unionize at the nail salon. This is where they congregate. No. I mean, they go every two weeks. They unionize like at the nail salon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, makes sense They're like, hey, I'm going to get my pedicure. And then two weeks later, hey, I'm going to get my manicure. It's like, do you ever get them both at the same time? Why do you keep them all spread out? You know, like, it, it just. You think it goes down in the nail shop? Because they're plotting. The nail salon. And no. then when COVID hit, it like threw you guys in a rut. <laughs> Okay, this segment is over. So then they start having backdoor <laughs> meetings, like calling, you know, <laughs> calling the Nelson, like, hey, you guys still taking people? Yeah, come around back. Like, what kind of side operations you guys got going? <laughs> I haven't gotten a present in a while. I've got to get my nails done, figure out a new way. Let's get a COVID anniversary present. Yeah. Lockdown present. COVID anniversary present. <laughs> <laughs> all right, more on to more serious stuff. All right. Yeah, on to the next uh, Let's bring it down. Uh, let's stop I think all it's the been, smiling. Uh, Get rid of all that. Adequate. Yeah, it's it's been pretty sufficiently said that uh, push presents are are no longer a thing. Yeah, We're I killing it here, a Beyond Our Service podcast. So, guys, no more, never again. You're welcome. <laughs> sure what do we got car. next, Steve? Next, we're doing. As I pull up here, we got wine with an ex-wife. This is yeah. an exclusive, exclusive segment here that. Uh, we thought we'd talk about something a little more serious because in all reality, as many people in the military know, divorce is a pretty prevalent thing. So we thought we'd talk about here. Steve-O kind of came up with some questions to talk about what kind of the difficulties that we navigated through our divorce, especially with kids. That's the big thing is how do you deal with it with kids? If you don't have kids, it's really probably not that big of a deal unless somebody's just incredibly vindictive. So how do you deal with, the divorce side of things when you have young kids and how do you kind of get to a point of healthy co-parenting, um, which I think is important. So yeah, Steve, I'm going to let you kind of moderate this and uh, I'm going to kind of defer to Jenny to answer most of these first and then I'll kind of jump in. Yeah. So uh, like you said, I think, um, I mean, hell, I think divorce rate is around 50% anyway um no matter what in the united are in the united states and so the, when you look at it in through the veteran side of the military side that, that's even higher so um you know i so some of these questions i, I i'm you know i am genuinely curious i think you guys from what it seems to me i don't know all the details um jenny i obviously that's the first time i've seen you in forever mm -hmm. uh, i think since college but um that's your fault so since the, your wedding dude it's my wedding, yeah. I was just about to I say was that. In boot, I was in boot camp, and, and then yeah, and Taylor, Taylor was, was a flower girl. Flower girl, yeah. Yeah. Man, that was so long ago. So, uh, 
to start off, I don't really know if there's any better or worse order, so we're just going to go with the one I first wrote down. Um, did you guys have any conversations about how y'all would interact in front of the kids early in the process? So kind of once you've made, like, how did it, how did it go when you guys, all right, and you both made the decision or it was agreed upon that you were going to divorce, you were going to have to separate. Did you guys have I'll let Jenny, I'll let Jenny answer the question, but I'll just set the backstory of it, which is that we, I was going I got accepted into EOD, and so I was going to go to Florida for EOD school, which is going to be like a year long in the spring. We had decided to officially separate in, I think it was about like November-ish time frame, Thanksgiving-ish um, mm-hmm. of, of that, that winter. And so obviously we were living together for basically, I think the four or five months before I went to EOD school. So setting that, that's kind of the time frame. We had separated in about November I was physically, we were all together on base, living together until about April of the following year. Um, so that's the backstory of, of what we had to navigate. And so, Jenny, I'll let you kind of tackle that one if you have anything as far as how we were going to interact in front of the kids early on. So um, I, I don't think we really discussed it that much. I think. At that point, uh, Adam and I were just, obviously, we were not getting along. Um, We weren't really speaking to each other a whole lot. We weren't sleeping in the same bedroom anymore, even though we were still in the same house. Um, So there wasn't a whole lot of conversations that we were even having with each other. I think we were just both upset and angry with Mm -hmm. each other. So the girls were very young when it happened. Um, I think Brooke had just turned, she was just turning two in April and then Taylor was four. Um, So we really didn't even have a conversation with them. I think Adam and I were too young and we were kind of, I I don't know. We we did not have a conversation with the girls about what we were going to tell them or how we were going to act. We kind of just, Adam left to go to school and we kind of just told them, you know, daddy's going away. And when he comes back, we're, he's not going to live with us again. Yeah. I think, I think we got a little lucky with the ages of the girls to where we didn't really have to have like a super serious in-depth conversation about it. Um, and since also the timeline of I was leaving to go to the school was kind of convenient because we had kind of told them, hey, daddy's going to be gone for a while for this school. So it wasn't necessarily like an extraordinary event beyond what was going to happen anyways. And so between them being as young as they were and me, I was, you know, they knew that I was going to go and leave anyways. I don't think we really saw a point in kind of getting into the weeds of why or if, you know, I would, you know, I would ever be back in the sense of like our whole family together. So yeah. I think we kind of lucked out. We lucked out on that, honestly. Um, Cause if they were older, it definitely would have been a, a conversation we would have had to have. And I think early on, I'm not <clears throat> sure we were in a place where that would have been. <laughs> I mean, for the kids, we would have made it work, but it, we weren't necessarily in the most constructive positions at that time to where I'm glad we didn't have to kind of take that head on. Sure. So how long did it take for you guys for things to feel a little more normal between you both? 
a long time. <laughs> Normal <laughs> between. So my backstory is, so Schick on the way to EOD school stayed at my house for like a night. And we kind of briefly talked about that and just the situation. And we didn't go really far into it or nothing, but it was just, but I mean, it definitely was, I mean, just talking about it was awkward. So, I mean, that's, that was the last thing I knew. And then, you know, I did started, we started the podcast, started talking more and, you know, things seem to be doing great between you two. So. Yeah, I would say now things are great. It took a long time to get there. Um, you know, Adam and I have known each other. We've been in each other's lives for like what, seventeen or eighteen years now. Yeah, um, yeah since high. I mean, high school. So yeah, since high minute. school. So it it took a long time. I think even before we got divorced, you know, we didn't have the best. We didn't have the best marriage. We were going to counseling for a very long time together. Um, trying to work it out and it just didn't work out. So I think by the time it ended, we were both, we were both just really angry. Mm -hmm. um, and then I think we were both hurt and like the anger and the hurt lasted for a while and we just didn't get along with each other at all. Um, Adam was gone for about a year at school that ended up being a little bit longer and I was in California with the girls and so we didn't really have a chance to even talk to each other that much. I mean, we didn't really even care to talk to each other. Like he called to talk to the girls, but we didn't really have anything to work on because he was so far away. Yeah. Um, I, I do remember that he came back for Christmas and um, I stayed with my now husband and Adam stayed at my house and he stayed with the girls, but we still weren't really getting along um and then I, I don't really know when it got better but at some point it just kind of we kind of accepted you know this is how it's going to be how are we going to get along for the kids I think at some point we were getting along just for the kids or just talking just for the kids and then we've kind of I don't know, decided, you know, we've known each other for so long. We still have to co-parent with these girls. We might as well get along and make things better for us for so it's easier. I'm not really sure when that happened. I will say Adam became a lot more of a happier person when he met Eve. <laughs> um, so That is so sweet. <laughs> you see the wine go up? <laughs> Yeah, I will. I will agree with. I don't know when specifically it happened. I think we've always been pretty good at. I think we've always been good at shielding whatever tension there is there or there was between us from the kids, which I think we both had like a fairly good understanding that that was always going to be kind of most important that like regardless of where we're at. Yeah. that that never affects the kids that never affects accessibility that I had with them or <clears throat> that Jenny had with them when they were with me, you know, or whatever. Um, yeah. I, there came a point, especially when we first got divorced where I think we both had kind of, we both understood that this is what needed to happen. But like she said, there was a lot of pain and there was a lot of hurt. Um, 
Steve-O just ran away. I know. He just left. He's, I, he's probably he's probably in some... Oh, he's back. Um, I think, yeah, there was, there was a lot of hurt. There was a lot of pain. And so that was difficult to deal with. I think the biggest part for me, the hardest part for me, I know for a fact, was when we had moved on, and especially when I moved to Florida, there's like an incredible difficulty with dealing with not being with your kids. And so when anyone else is around your kids and you, you're not able to be because of that, like I, I admittedly was angry. Like that, that is, that's kind of what drove a lot of my kind of nastiness in the initial, you know, at least the initial year was that I was very unhappy with the fact that I couldn't be with my kids. And, and if anyone else was going to be around them, like I was going to be upset about it. And that was just, it took a long time for me to kind of come to grips and under, like it just kind of come to peace with the fact that this is how it's going to be. Now you just need to understand how to be supportive, how to co-parent. And then at the same time, you know, some of it was the uncertainty of who was going to be around my kids. You know, initially I wasn't necessarily sure, you know, like Jenny, you obviously, after we got divorced, you started dating, you know, Tyson. Mm -hmm. And at that time I, I had no idea of knowing, you know, where that was going to go. Mm -hmm. So, and I, I will admittedly say that I wasn't, I was certainly not going to, be overjoyed with that towards the kids. He was very um, angry. That's his nice way of saying that. Yeah, I'm, I think I just, I, I think I said earlier, like I was pissed. The thought of anyone else being with my kids that wasn't me made me very upset and very yeah. angry. And I'm sure I directed a lot of that anger towards you, Jenny. Um, and, you know, I, I will appreciate now and forever the fact that you never held that against me as far as you know, access to the girls or the kids. You never did that. I mean, like you said, six months after, you know, seven months after I went to Florida, you literally left your apartment and let me stay there so that I could have Christmas morning with the girls. I mean, I don't think a lot of people would do that. And we weren't even well, necessarily I think what's important for other people that are divorced, no matter how much like pain or anger there is between you and your ex spouse, it's about the kids. It's not about anybody else but the children. And you don't want to bring your negativity onto them because yeah. that's what's going to have the, make the kids have a hard time. And I feel like the girls, they, the transition was okay for the girls. I think Adam being in the military and deploying and him being away also helped with that transition because they knew what it was like. Um, but I think the fact that we always share them whenever it's possible, we both live in different states. Um, we allow that to happen. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely say that, you know, give major props, I guess, uh, to you, Jenny, because I remember um, that story uh, which Shig was saying, and then just I think there were some other random examples where you kind of stopped down y'all's plans and, um, and to Tyson, really just the fact that you guys were able to understand and be adults about his, you know, I think I forgot what happened, but something changed. He was supposed to be in back from training or something in, in the calendar. I got flipped, flipped around. <laughs> I got a so, DUI. We'll just, we'll just, we'll just talk about that. I'm sure there'll be a segment where we talk about that. Oh, was two that days the same before, time? Two, two days before I graduated EOD school, I, I got read out of the program and then I got a DUI. But wasn't like literally leaving leaving school. Yeah, on I remember my last that. Last academic day. So I was supposed to be back in California 
for Christmas. And instead I got put on like a legal hold. So I didn't end up back out there until like April. And so Jenny was like, I will stay with Tyson's and you can just come stay at my apartment with the girls. But wasn't there um, a time where y'all like Jenny and the girls or Tyson were going to go, Jenny and Tyson were going to go to Disney world or Disneyland or something. And you were going to be gone uh, for EOD, but then you ended up coming back or getting back from a deployment or something like a month early. And then you were going to have to go to training or something. So they changed their schedule around just so that the girls could be there that week or weekend. You guys, I feel like there was something else too later. There it's was a thing. I mean, look, there was, I mean, Jenny did a lot of um, accommodating, especially when I got back at that point. Cause when I got back at that point, like I didn't even have a license. So I had to take the train down to San Diego to pick the girls up. And so Jenny was, I mean, had, she would drive the girls, you know, to the train station to bring them. Well, and I think, and I, I just want to say that that for Jenny and how great that is that you did that stuff, and and even for Tyson to be a part of it because I know he was there too on some of it, and to not be, and to be supportive and whether he had a choice or not, but um, um, he bought you an affinity, so it doesn't sound like he had a lot of choices, but um, he. <laughs> No, so he was driving his own infinity. Well, let me point. tell you though, it sounds so nice, right? But I was over here bitching to Tyson about Adam. Oh, it was Adam hard. and I were having like fighting conversations over text messages. Like, let's not make it seem like everything was perfect. I'm never going to keep um, Adam away from the girls, and I'm never going to keep them away from Adam. Did I say that backwards? You get what I'm saying. Anyways, yeah. there was still fighting with me and Adam in between all that. There was still me bitching to Tyson about, I have to fucking do this because Adam doesn't have his goddamn license, blah, 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 blah. I'm sure. always the accommodating one. No, and I agree. And I think that, but then, and I appreciate your honesty because I think that's really important. I, I cannot tell you how many times um, the nonprofit that I help that I'm around or volunteer with every once in a while and do with Gallant Few and some other guys that, how much difference that makes in the veteran's life and the guy in the husband's life, regardless, uh, or the father's life. So the fact that I'm sure you didn't like doing it. And, and I'm sure that I, I'm sure that's, that's the, the fact that you did it though, and that you still just kind of just made it work for him out of respect, mainly for the children. But that also helps with, oh, well, there's been a lot of veterans that, they don't get access to anything. Their wife turns them off. I mean, I can't, I cannot tell you how many times, like when they're going to divorce, all this stuff and their wife just, or their ex-wife just tries to take everything from them. And then they start to crumble. Even everything's get worse because now they just like Chick was saying, now they don't have access to their children. Their, their ex-wife's doing everything she can to prevent him from being around the children. And it's not always a chance. It's not like they're, they're not in an unsafe place with him sure there's times where that is but that's not what i'm talking about so the fact that you did it is good. what are you insinuated no not with him i'm just saying with any vet like maybe you have a veteran that there might be a veteran who really shouldn't be around his children but because not all veterans are you know they're not all victims and they're all like sweet and whatever yeah i will i will say that there's a com there's a complete lack of control when you first get divorced right like you no longer have control you don't have the control of your family you don't have control of everything that happens with you and your kids mm -hmm. and like with that lack of control on top of being in the military and not always having the time to be around your kids that you want it's like it's easy to get really self-conscious about things like i was very like that first year especially i'd say easily the first year was obviously the worst like that's not 
anything profound to say that the first year was definitely difficult. But a lot of that was just because my own insecurities and like that loss of control, the loss of control of, of seeing my kids when I want to see them or having them as much as I wanted to have them. Or, you know, you, you have, I'm not sure I would have stayed in the military had I known that, the, uh, you know, we were going to get divorced just because of the, the unbelievable lack of, of being able to see the kids throughout that point. So that lack of control and that kind of like those insecurities that seep in from that, like that makes it hard. And then it's really easy because at that point I'd moved to Florida. I was by myself out there. I was in a stressful school situation. And then I had like that complete lack of control. It's just really easy to spiral down and get kind of nasty. And there's yeah. definitely times where I, I mean, I will remember plenty of times where I would wake up and I would like go back and be like, that was, I wish we never had that text conversation. Like I, I escalated that so terribly. <laughs> that was not good at all. Yeah. And then I come back saying, sorry. And it's like, dude, just like, just stop. But it's hard because I mean, it's an emotionally charged, you know, situation. So that, uh, you know, <laughs> she could have, I would say 95% of the bad text conversations we had were instigated or fueled by me. <laughs> so yeah, you're I'll take the, I'll take the hit on, I'll take the hit on that. But, uh, so what did, uh, Jenny, this one's really more for you. Um, okay. but I guess also for, for chick too, but I kind of, I know that you were first. So what did you talk about with your daughters? Um, when you got remarried? Um, well, Tyson came into the picture soon after, um, Adam and I got divorced. Um, so I mean, I, I, I just, you know, said this, this is the new guy that mommy's seeing, you know, your, your dad is still around. You're still going to see your dad. They were young. So Brooklyn didn't really understand. Um, yeah. Brooklyn just assumed she had two dads. Um, she would call Tyson dad. And then Adam would say, that's not your dad. Don't ever call him your dad. Um, during his <laughs> anger. I remember, I remember doing that. Yeah. yeah. So, um, nope. she does judge not call him dad anymore. Um, but it just, you know, the longer he stayed, I think the, the more the girls understood that he was a, a stable place in our life. And I think before he asked me to marry him, he had a conversation with the girls too, um, you know, That's asking cool. them if, if it was okay that he marry me and he'd be their stepdad. Um, so does that answer? That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> So what about I do? I, d I definitely remember saying that. Um, <laughs> I will say, like you said, Tyson came into the picture like pretty soon after I left. And uh, and that was hard for me, again, from the kids, from the kid aspect of things. Um, and I've stepped back a lot of those things now. I've tried to at least I've certainly, you know, reached out to Tyson to let him know how much I appreciate the example that he is for the kids and for the father figure that he is to them. And he, he, he 100% is their dad. I think at the time, within the first year, I don't necessarily feel that bad about having that mindset because I had no idea. When you guys moved in together, 
that's when I kind of said like, okay, this is this is gonna be legit. This is probably this is gonna be their stepdad, and it certainly changed the tone in me. Um, within that first year, I was I, I was definitely petty about things, but at the same time, I don't necessarily feel that bad about being not necessarily like overtly promoting something that I truly did not understand or know was going to be there for the long term. And once I, once I saw when you guys moved in together and that shifted towards something more serious, um, I think I was able to kind of let go of a lot of that anger or insecurity about not having that control with my kids. And since then I, I've tried. I hope. I hope at least it's it's been noticeable how much I do appreciate what Tyson has been to the girls as far as you know being their dad. I mean, he's literally. I mean, it 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 sucks for me to say this, but like t t you have literally been there more for the girls in their life than I have because of the military or me being away or finishing school. I mean, they know you as a dad more than they know me physically. There. And it's a credit to Jenny the fact that I've never not been accessible and been there as their dad, but at the same time, to have someone there when in my absence that is as as solid an example and a, and a dad for them that can be. I mean, that's it. Certainly took some time, but I'm definitely to a point where it, it's something that you know I'm incredibly grateful for. But that took time. That took that took me working through a lot of my own my own issues to get there. And so, yeah. I mean, I feel bad in retrospect because you guys are now married and you know have you know their their half brother and whatnot for saying things like "Don't ever call him dad." But at the time, I don't really feel that bad at the nah. time of saying that because I would have <laughs> never known. Yeah, but I don't feel bad. <laughs> Yeah. I would have never known at that point if you guys had broken up. Like, I'm not going to set the precedence that every every person at that point, if you had to date multiple people before getting married, I would I would not want to go down the road of amping up every single you know person. Yeah. Had it been well, multiple of being, I think that, the timing kind of or the when you said that is is more important because if it was like the day they got married or the day after they got married, eh, well, that's a little <laughs> bit different. It's kind of you just being an asshole. If it's yeah, before exactly. and you, you have no idea, then it's a little bit more understanding. I can't, you know, I'm definitely not going to sit here and I can't pass judgment. I, I would, I would be very. If I had a time machine knowing where they, where sure. they ended up, things would have been incredibly different, but, yeah, but I that's am impossible, human and so. I make mistakes and I, I had no idea of that, but <clears throat> I mean, he, ha he has been great and he was always great, you know, with me, even when I wasn't necessarily great to him. Um, so and he hates push presents, so he's here to stay. <laughs> I'm a fan. Uh, all right, so I think I got one more. Um, actually, no, I don't. That actually just answered that one, too. So, I mean, I really – that's all the I've got, guys. Um, unless there's anything else, I know you guys kind of touched on a lot, and um, I really appreciate you guys taking the time. The last part you have on here I, – I, I'll, I'll open this up for Jenny. The last part you had on here is just advice – um, to give people to make it as good as it can be. If you have well, like, anything, like we said before, I think it took us a long time to get where we are today. Um, I think, you know, I think right now we co-parent very well. Um, I think 
I think because we live in different states, um, Adam and I kind of have an understanding of when they're on break or on the summer, you're going to go spend the time with your dad. When he moves to California, you know, that's something else that we're going to have to figure out. But I think advice for other people is it's not, if you guys are divorced, it's not about you two anymore. Like no matter how mad you make each other, no matter, you know, how many fights you get in over the phone, over text, it's always about the kids and making sure that the kids always feel that they're loved by both parents and they're stable. Um, you never want to bring them into the negative situation at all. So you always have to keep it about the kids. If you're getting divorced, you know, it's over between you two, unfortunately. Um, but there's still, the kids are still, still need their mom and dad regardless. They still mm -hmm. need both parents. And our kids are lucky because they have two moms and two dads. So if everyone can get along, that's even better. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, we have been divorced how long now? Nine, ten years. Has Good it Lord. been that long? No. <laughs> yeah. No. We no. separated in we separated in thirteen. So, so it's yeah, been, so seven, it's eight been years, almost eight years, yeah. not quite eight years, but I mean, it's taken, like she said, I mean, it was a rough few years. So th yeah. there's, <laughs> if you can, if you can get to this point immediately after getting divorced, I'm not sure why you got divorced if you can get along that well. Um, so that's, if there's anything I could say to anyone who's dealing with this or like potentially dealing with it, is that like, it's, it's going to take time. And yeah, like Jenny said, it's just about the kids. The hardest part is kind of letting go of your own pain and then stop trying to retaliate that pain that you felt for some reason onto your, you know, now separated or divorced spouse. And and that's kind of a hard thing. You kind of any any marriage that kind of like digresses into separation or divorce, there's a lot of pain and there's a lot of back and forth of you hurt me because of this and I hurt you because of that. And then like that becomes like the level of how you communicate or that that is that's where you live. Like that's as close as you guys get is when you're fighting. And so initially it's hard to kind of let go of that and say, hey, once you're divorced and once you've made that decision, like there's nothing else to be had. Like the energy, the the pain, that kind of stuff is now yours to kind of reconcile with yourself. And if you can't, it's it's gonna be miserable and it's it's gonna be hard to keep that out of the kids' lives and and from seeping into their their perspective. So we got lucky with the age of the kids and we got lucky with kind of circumstances of me leaving anyways, but it took a lot of work and, and effort and patience and yeah, it was not it was not rosy like it is now for the first couple of years for sure. But I'm definitely grateful for where we've gotten to and yeah, I mean, I hope other people, if anyone else has to deal with that, can can get to that point too. But it's easier said than done. Yeah. Yeah. All well, right. You got anything else, man? Uh, no, no, no. Jenny, I really appreciate right. your time. Well, Thanks for coming on. Thanks for um, me. And more importantly, thank you, <laughs> Tyson, for coming on and destroying the push presents for us. <laughs> we really appreciate uh, that. Thanks for having me. And, and Adam, thank you for the kind words. Uh, and, you know, 
I'll talk to you later offline, but I appreciate it. I appreciate I, pre- it. I, hey, I appreciate you, man. And anytime you want to come on and agree with what we say on the podcast, you're more yeah. than welcome. Or disagree come with on Jenny. Here it's fine. <laughs> totally to, fine. And to talk us up. But uh, we'll let you guys go. I appreciate it, guys. Thank you. Can I say one more thing? Because I listened to your last podcast about you two in the shower together waiting for a Rene and I. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. You guys are so fucking stupid. <laughs> Yeah, all right. That's fair. All yeah, right. Well, no rebuttal there. All right, guys. Thanks Take for care. <laughs> no Bye. problem. See ya. Thank you. Bye. Do you know oh, how to end no, no. Do we know how to end it? <laughs> I'm pressing the button. It just says end meeting for all. Let's do leave call. No, I can't. She leave. should be able to leave the call. Jenny, get out of here. <laughs> It should be a red button. Just exit out of Chrome. Just exit out of Chrome. <laughs> hey, <laughs> All right. We're That's not editing exit. that out. We're leaving that. Yeah. This is this is live understanding on how to produce a show. You guys are getting quality experience of how bad yeah. we are at this. Yeah, for sure. All right. Oh, my God. Steve we are Rome. so good at this. <laughs> <laughs> That's a drop right there. That was one of our first times we were trying to record stuff. All right, what's what's up last? Okay, last thing uh, is going to be um, not near as serious or as wise. So we, I got to thinking about what is some underrated and overrated um, things. I feel like, you know, we always, there's shows, there's always different things. So one thing that I wanted to talk about was restaurants. So I kind of broke it down into a couple different so i couldn't really i talked to a few people throughout the week about this um i think it's always interesting because it kind of incites like a debate almost every time um but this is uh i'm calling this segment the overrated under and overrated segment so this is going to focus today on restaurants and places to eat so i wanted Ooh, to kind of my favorite food <laughs> are we talking sit down are we talking? So first one food, is sit is down hybrid? chain. First is sit down chain restaurants. All right. Keep okay. in mind that some of these might still be regionally specific. Most of them are regionally, unfortunately for me. But you, you great. Can so, throw oh, a sorry, in. east and west coast. Here comes yeah. here comes the Texas. Here's Texas. Best and worst. All right. So <clears throat> I think one of the underrated ones. Have you ever eaten at it, or do you know what a Cheddar's is? Yes, I've heard of Cheddar's. Uh, I can't remember where. I'm pretty, they're I all. Seen I think they're though. all in the South. I know they're in. They were based out of Texas at some point, but they've been around for a long time, so they're pretty spread out. It's definitely not just Texas thing. All right, what do you have? What 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 kind of food is it? I'm looking it up right it's now. It's kind of like all American. Oh, there's like a Cheddar's. Is, there's a Cheddar's 15 miles away from me. There you go. Look at that. I have never, no, I've not been to a Cheddar's. Okay, so Cheddar's, I feel like, and that's a perfect example, because I feel like Cheddar's is underrated. I feel like it, for what you pay, which is not a ton, it's kind of like a Chili's or a, because it's got an array of genres of food. Like, there's not just, it's not just Italian, it's not, it's like, it's American, whatever. Like, they've got, you can get, like, some kind of cheap steaks. Pretty wide, some random The wide casting menu. You know, you can get your, you can get the pasta and a steak, or you can get grilled fish or whatever the hell. But every time I've gone there, it's their their food's pretty good, appetizers pretty good. I mean, you don't pay a lot for it. It's a hell of a lot better than like Chili's, Applebee's, or any of these other chains. So I feel like, but 
like you just you have one 15 miles away it seems like nobody really goes every time i go though i, I feel like it's a good i never walk away disappointed i feel like it's pretty good I feel like it's an underrated restaurant for sure Okay, what's the what kind of price point are we talking here? Like on point, is this like a like a Texas Roadhouse Chili's type of yeah like yeah. pricing? Yeah, or? I'd say probably okay. like fifteen. And so 12, and it's, 15 and it's a plate. pretty solid. Yeah, yeah, that's not bad. That's good. Nice. No, it's a good like right, lunch spot. Is. It's not you're definitely not going to go check spend it a bunch out of money. Since I now know that there's one close to me. Uh, the other one I want to say is um, so the other underrated one is going to be Carabas. You have a Carabas? I have. We definitely have a Carabas around here. But I again, I haven't eaten there. I feel like Italian. For an Italian, it's just Italian food. So I feel like an Italian place, it's a lot better than some of these others. <clears throat> and then the other one I have on here, the last one, because again, I couldn't, I was trying to debate them through, but I feel like those are probably the two biggest ones. So I'll just give up the other one. Do you have a Pluckers? Do you know what Pluckers is? I think uh, that's just Texas. I don't believe so. All right, don't worry about that one. I feel like it's underrated for the people that Pluckers? listen to this in Texas, which is a lot of us. Is it like an American grill type of thing? It's of like place? fried chicken. Yeah, that, that, that is it's like chicken fingers. Oh, that's a Texas. That's a Texas thing for sure. Okay. Overrated. Number one chain restaurant overrated. This is actually number three. Hit me. Chili's. Chili's overrated? Overrated as hell. I don't even feel like it should be overrated. I think they've... Dude, I think they've revamped their menu to like a level of respectability because I ate there last year and I was like, this a year is ago. a lot better than I remember. Yeah, but th but we're talking about like, I remember Chili's from like college when yeah. Casey was waiting tables there and like that awful. was not a great Chili's. No, I, mean, I, I, I still I feel think like I ate there like a year ago, maybe six months ago. Every time it just makes me want just to burn it down it's awful it's, it's always awful it's never my idea to go it's always someone else and i'm like oh <laughs> god okay fine they always yeah. advertise really good margaritas though they suck but i don't think i've ever had one there yeah <laughs> they're not good all right number two me cocina which i think is a texas one i just want to I say that me cocina i've said it before it's overrated their food is terrible they do have a really good a couple good margaritas, which I think is keeping them in business alone. But their food is very, very much like frozen beforehand, shipped in on a, on a trailer, and then they pop it in a microwave and give it to you as Mexican food. It's awful. And it's expensive, I, man. Yeah, it's really big chain Mexican restaurants. I'm not sure what the appeal of that is anywhere unless you're just like in a place – on the East Coast that has, like, no sort of Hispanic. Yeah. Um, oh, there were some in Georgia, and they were terrible. But it's, again, because, you you know, you don't really have a lot of Mexicans or Puerto Ricans. I mean, you just don't have a lot of Hispanic people at all in, like, South Georgia. <clears throat> Maybe yeah, Atlanta, it's just really, media, it's really mediocre. When it comes to, like, Mexican food, I'm always looking for, like, a hole in the wall. Yeah. The bigger the place, the, the less likely I am to be, like, behind wanting to go to it. Yeah, we've got some really good ones over here by my house. It's there's one that's is a hole in the wall called Avitas, and it isn't like it's just it's it's scary looking on the outside. Like you shouldn't go in there, but it's awesome. The food is great. What's your Spanish dish of choice? Like I'm a burrito guy, so for me, I judge a Mexican place, especially the hole in the walls. There's a hole in the wall place right down the street from my house here. 
uh, we're like in the north suburbs of Denver. Uh-huh. Um, and it's all about like the carne asada. Like if I'm getting a burrito, like okay. and that carne asada is just absurd. It just makes like every dish incredible. It doesn't matter what you get. Right. Like that, like, and, and that's how it was in San Diego too. When I'd go to a couple places in San Diego, like, man, if they, they crush the proteins, forget mm-hmm. about it. You can't get a bad dish. For me, if it's Mexican, so there's difference in here. Or the salsa with the chips and salsa. That's yeah, a big one. That's a big one. Their margaritas, if it's a chain or if it's somewhere, if the margaritas are good, we'll, we'll go there. We still go to Meat Casino solely for Mambo Taxis. So the kids, the food's good enough for the kids. They don't they don't know. They're kids. But um, so in here in Texas, there's two different ones. You got Tex-Mex and you got Mexican. So real Mexican food. So I've got Avitas is probably my favorite. But it, then you're right. It's based off of their tacos. And if I can say I want like brisket tacos con vido, or con todo, which is with everything, and they bring you just cilantro and lime, cilantro, lime, and some white chopped onions, and that's all they put on their corn tortilla tacos. <laughs> oh my god, that's how you know you're in a real good place. Um, and then for Tex-Mex, it's usually quesadillas. Like if they can't make a decent quesadilla, what is the distinction? What makes it Tex-Mex? Like so what like, is so what is the American Mexican, influence on? Mexican food. Like that, half that the menu over that on a Mexican restaurant is Tex-Mex. So a Mexican tradition would be like tamales, tacos, enchiladas. And that's kind of it. Like all your like crazy burritos, uh, quesadillas, lots of that stuff. Queso, a lot of that stuff is all Tex-Mex based. I mean, it's really? still really good. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. That's like, so I have some Tex-Mex girls. based? Oh, yeah. Queso? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they don't you're, do that. You're going to throw Texas claim in Mexico? They don't queso? do that in Mexico. Yeah, they really. Texas may uh yes, I right. had two girls buddy, from Mexico. If my buddy if my buddy Dominguez is still listening to this podcast, I need you to hit me up on this. Okay. You're going to be my rebuttal to this. Dom, right. Gary Oscar, hit me up, bro. All right, what's next? So the other one, the last one and the by far the most overrated chain restaurant on my list. Olive Garden. Oh, f- you're a jerk. Olive Garden is you're a jerk, shit bro. Food. I would go eat those salad and breadsticks all day. Exactly. That's sufficient enough. That's, That's sufficient people, enough. People want to go. That's get enough to make it not a mediocre. Dud. Other than their Italian dressing is legit. Other than that, dude, it is bread. They're nasty breadsticks, or they're okay breadsticks. Excuse me, okay breadsticks, okay salad. The rest of it is garbage microwaved food that they put in a freezer it's all freeze fried freeze dried whatever it's garbage their meat is garbage their chicken is always terrible their fish is terrible their for their what pasta it is, is terrible though, dude for what it is and they you're charge gonna put you like it under one of the most plate. overrated spots i don't agree gotta with be it's gotta be no. it's the worst one no god it's so bad no endless breadsticks and salad alone not like completely takes it out of the dud category no the, the food is terrible i don't care that they'll give it to you all you want it sucks mm, all right no moving on you're wrong i'm right it's moving on fast food the most underrated taco bell <laughs> <laughs> Might be. You're gonna talk shit about <laughs> Mexican restaurants. 
and Olive Garden, and you're going to hey. put Taco Bell as the most underrated? First of all, oh I did not. Ta- underrated I what? Presentation of cat meat? Cat meat that is delicious. Yeah. They're also First of all, the- I love Taco Bell, so I'm not going to sit here and pretend because those spicy nacho fries are so bomb. It's God, absurd. They're so creative. I will crush them. And Taylor, when Taylor was here for Christmas, we were crushing those nacho fries dude far too much so <laughs> they have six ingredients maybe six and they come up with every different shape and size of taco you can imagine they then make them into like frisbees they do whatever they want <laughs> like they had that one taco supreme thing that was a damn like pizza i don't have a clue they did a breakfast for dude, a while i think dude, the the nacho fries are good but i think i think the uh, like the Doritos Locos hard tacos, that yep. was the game changer. Absolutely. Like when they started throwing flavors on the hard shells, I was like, "All right, you've elevated a taco." You know, uh, you ever eaten a gordita, uh, the cheesy gordita crunch? Yes. Okay. I used to. It has the crunchy taco in it. Did you know that you can have them put the Doritos flavored taco in it instead of just the plain one? I mean, that's the next level customization of your food of Taco Bell. That's food artistry right there. It's taking it to the next I am level still going to criticize the fact that you put Olive Garden on overrated and Taco Bell is underrated. I think well, that's a travesty. I made it. But I don't hate but I don't hate what you where you put Taco Bell. Look, I know where this I know that I knew this was going to be a very controversial bang topic. for your buck too. I'm here Taco Bell is bang for your buck. Oh god, yeah. Hold on. Okay, the next one is going to be Do you have Jersey Mike's? Uh hell yeah, I've got Jersey Mike's. I think that one is very underrated. It's not expensive. It's fresh. It's very fresh sandwich, and their their big one is huge. Oh, it's it's massive. I actually bought That's one two sandwiches not too long ago. Brooklyn Brooklyn and Taylor were obsessed with it, and we got it. And uh, yeah, Jersey Mike's is great. I love that they like put in the. I don't know if it's like an Italian dressing. Um, but I, th- I think it's Italian dressing with the onions and everything. Like if you just get the normal standard sandwich, like it, it is, it, it is really good. It's called Mike's way. And it's right? definitely, yeah. And it, it, it's like the average. If you, if you ask for it differently, I would say firehouse subs is close for me. Yes. When it comes to that, do subway has just bottomed out. I can't yeah. do subway anymore. Like I subway is almost gross. Jersey subway Mike's used to is... be the eat fresh. Now it's just like the, you're the dirty, you're the dirty fast food of subs now. Yeah, they are. And I think Jersey Mike's, if you're going to go to a cold sub, I think cold sub-wise, Jersey Mike's probably... And I just don't hear anybody talk about it. I rarely see people go there. I just feel like it's very underrated. The last one I've got is Pot Bellies. Pot Bellies. Sandwich. Oh, Sandwiches. they had that in Chicago. Yeah, Naperville, where my parents live. Yeah. Went to Pot Bellies a few times. I think I got like a, a roast beef dip sandwich, and it was bomb. Dude, their their sandwiches are so good. They're really not that expensive, and they have spicy peppers that you can put in the sandwiches, and they are spicy. But my God, they make every every one of their sandwiches get ten times better with just spicy peppers. It's crazy good. Uh, Overrated one. That's my last one. Oh, you're still going. Well, we got to go the overrated. That was the underrated fast food places. This is fast. You didn't go. You didn't go with. You didn't go with underrated sit down restaurants. You just did overrated sit-down restaurants. No, I didn't. And then we went the to underrated food. was Cheddar's, Carrabba's, and Pluckers. 
Those were underrated. All right, that's fine. I'm not I'm clearly welcome not to the segment, asshole. All right, All right so <laughs> overrated. <laughs> Overrated. You could have picked a national chain to where I didn't. That's why I tuned out because it's Texas specific. Cheddar's is national. Yeah, I know. I I I literally looked it up. I said yeah, it's right down. You did. Yeah, I remember that. I was here. Right. Pluckers is Idiot. not. All right. So then the yeah. last one are overrated chain uh, or fast food restaurants. Uh, Sonic is overrated as hell. I still see way again. too many people eating there. Sonic. You know what a Sonic is. Oh, you! Oh, Sonic! You broke up on me. Sorry, Sonic. 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 Wow, Sonic. That's crazy. Wasn't it Oklahoma at Oklahoma State was mm-hmm. home of the first Sonic? Stillwater is where like Sonic the came first, from. the very first Sonic ever was the one we went to in college. Yeah. Yeah. It always it, it always kind of resonated in my mind that if you have a menu that big. That encompasses breakfast and lunch at all times. You're probably not very good at any of it. No, and the quality is probably very subpar. And they have really, no, really, it's really definitely <laughs> subpar. <laughs> their pictures, of their, their little ice cream are... drinks are decent. They're little like yeah, shake, okay. like almost like pseudo, like not. They're kind of like M M&M, and M, like like the McDonald's blizzards yes. or McDonald's McFlurries or like uh, DQ blizzards. Their little shakes regarding that. That's probably the best thing you could get. Or happy hour slushies. Yeah. Yeah, the happy Other hour, that, like, quarter off, whatever, slushies are okay. The rest of it sucks. in and out Burger. You say that's overrated? Overrated as hell. You're it's an terrible. Idiot. They You're don't even idiot. sell bacon. You're an idiot. We have them here, and they suck. Their burgers You're are tiny. Idiot. Their fries suck. Nobody likes your stupid secret menu. That is the dumbest crap on the planet. Uh, they don't sell bacon. Oh my god! They, they don't sell this bacon. This is your. This is this is just Texas hating anything coming from California. <laughs> no, I tried it. This is like there's one right in and outs from California. Screw you, California. Oh, I was excited. I'm gonna hate In and Out. In and Out's phenomenal. It's terrible. They don't sell bacon. That makes no sense. Your secret menu is the dumbest crap ever. I will say this though. It is usually fresh, so the quality's there. And, and although the burger is made for children because it's the tiniest burger on the fast food world, it is not expensive. So I kind of give it's it a little fresh. bit of a... It is fresh. You're going to yeah. wait a hot minute in the drive-thru or inside because they don't, they don't just sit things in yeah, the meat, heating trays. You can tell. The, meat, the meat's there. The quality is there. The shakes are tiny. good. The shakes are good. Yeah, and you the price get is everything. not bad. You got to get everything in. animal style. If you get it animal style, you, you can't yeah. sit there and tell me that it's not good for a fast food burger joint, dude. Come nah, on. It's okay. Overrated. And last but not least, this one's very controversial. This one might get us. This one might get me fired. It's probably going to shut down the podcast. For overrated? Overrated. Say Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. I'm going to jump through this Chick-fil-A. computer right now. I hate you so much. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm telling you, I you worked like, there with me, bro. We worked at Chick Fil A together in college. That that has. Something oh to do my with it. god! You know what's funny? I was gonna ask you because I feel like the hardest segment to differentiate, like the the best, is chicken. Because for me, I'm like I love Chick Fil A. I love like raisin canes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love raisin. See, I love I raisin love canes, not Chick Fil A. Zaxby's. I go to raisin canes before any of those. Do you guys have Zaxby's out there? We don't. 
They had that. They had that in I've Florida. Been to Zaxby's one. Yeah. is good. That's man. southeast. Yeah. Yes, I I remember Zaxby's being good. I feel like Raisin Cane's is a little better. Maybe just the sauce. I don't know. But dude, All I right. just it's riddle not me that riddle me this good. Riddle me this, jackass. Where are you gonna get a better chicken sandwich from, fast food wise? I don't. I don't go to. I don't go to get fried chicken sandwiches from fast food. Okay, well, if you're going to Chick Fil A, you're getting chicken. So you can't have an opinion on Chick Fil A and then say I don't eat chicken. No, no, no. I just don't like chicken. I'm not a big fan of chicken sandwiches from fast food. I but I love fried chicken, so I don't know why. That what would matters. you eat at Chick Fil A? The tenders or the the? Oh, I would get this. I would get nuggets. the sandwich. I get sandwich. Yours? <laughs> I'd have to. What am I, I still? Who am I good? talking to? You just Dude, said I, you can't people, have an opinion I, on it. It's not that I can't eat there. I'm saying like I, I go there every once in a while. My kids, my kids really like it. I feel like it's overrated. I don't feel like it's it's. I would not. I don't know. Understand why people wait like an hour in line to All eat right. there. Well, there's a difference. Like, there's a. That's difference. what I'm saying. It's over. I'm not there's saying it's just not good. There's a difference between waiting. There's a difference between like yes, the ridiculousness as far as like every Chick Fil A. It doesn't matter if there's like four Chick Fil A's within a four mile radius. Right. Every Chick Fil A, you're gonna have to wait forty five minutes. Which is ridiculous. Yes. That's so over. We, it that is, is absurd. Why I say no, it's overrated. It like that's insane. Why are they all no, so busy? That. Just because it's stupid weight wise to get through one, I think that is skewing your opinion on the no. fact that it's overrated. I'm saying it's not worth waiting that long. Who are its Who are its competitors? That it's overrated. So what what competitor are you going to go to gladly over Chick Fil A as far as quality and taste in the fast food Raisin market canes. when it comes to chicken? Raisin Cane's. Raisin Cane's, dude. The Raisin Cane's we have here in Fort Collins, Colorado, like goes out into like the crossed highway. Like it's just as stupid as far as the yeah. No, is. there's usually the, the menu you, and Raisin Cane's. They only make chicken tenders. That's it. So if you're going to get chicken One tenders, love, you get baby. chicken tenders. If you get a sandwich, you're just going to get chicken tenders on a bun. Like there's yeah. a reason. Their their menu is literally like two things because and good their at it. sauce is their sauce is good. I don't know. I feel what like it their is. fries are good. I like the little crinkle cuts. It's good stuff. I don't. Right. I don't hate the crinkle cuts, but I hate that you put Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A. I'm just saying it's not overrated. Good. It's not worth the wait. I feel like everyone just flips. If you didn't have to wait to get Chick Fil A, it would never be on the overrated no. list, and no. therefore, there. therefore, the you're skewing your perception. Of I Chick-fil-A. don't even like the waffle fries that much. Yeah, that's fine. You like Chick Fil A <laughs> sauce? Yeah, yeah, that's all right. It's okay. You like their shakes? Yes. Their milkshakes are. Do legit. you like? Do you like their chicken, their breaded chicken as a whole? Have you had their spicy really. breaded chicken? Yeah. Because they didn't have that when we worked there. No, I'm not a huge fan of that. I don't think their breading is that great. <laughs> Wish people could see your face. <laughs> Look, the beauty of a free country is that you're allowed to be stupid and wrong. And, <laughs> I'm not I, wrong. I appreciate so the overrated. fact that, you, that you're sitting here stupid and wrong. I love it. Chick-fil-A is overrated. So... Honorable mentions, the only one that I've got, and this is really all of it. And then I've got a couple uh, announcements that I meant to do at the beginning. I'm going to do it at the end. We'll do it quickly <clears throat> that no one's going to listen to. Actually, you know what? We'll just record it and make everybody listen to it at the beginning. So, uh, honorable mentions. <laughs> honorable I mentions. I love that idea. <laughs> oh, my God. We are so good at this. <laughs> <laughs> so, right, I think the last thing, or the honorable mentions, is Panera Bread. That place sucks. It just, I don't even know what to call it because it's kind of halfway in between fast food and it's sit in. That place sucks. They're always empty. I don't know why there's so many of them. 
Their food is weird. I don't like going inside and ordering. It's weird. <laughs> What Everything weird sucks about, about that place. It just what sucks. What is so weird about it's, it? It's, it's I, got, kind I gotta of be honest, man. Panera is kind of like my comfort food. Like when I'm sick, I'm like, yeah, I take like a half sandwich and a bread bowl from Panera. Bread bowls are stupid too. God, yeah, something's wrong. Uh, with you. Yeah, yeah, the bread bowls. Are I don't. I'm just not a fan of the soup, like a, dude. Like a broccoli and cheddar soup or a chicken noodle soup with a half sandwich, a little turkey. You know where I'd rather go? The turkey bravo, the chicken fandango, or some shit like that. You know where I'd rather go to get some like a like a sandwich and soup or something? Chick fil A, McAllister's. I feel like theirs do have that. Their soup is pretty damn good too. All right, Uh, last Panera. I don't hate that. Last but not least, honorable mentions. This is just in a league of its own. How in the fuck? Is John, Long John Silver's still open? Uh, Where is it still open? Where is it still open? Oh, we got one. I feel like it's down 35. It's down the road from me. You have one that yeah. close to you? Yes. So every we day, used every to day eat. I drive by it, just trying to see if there's like aliens inside of it. Like, I don't understand who the oh hell my is gosh. eating these damn things. There's two Long John Silver's. We both are about 25 minutes away from me. That's incredible. So we used to eat that when I was a kid in Michigan. Like, what was it, the Hush Puppies? I don't know. I've never eaten one. You've never eaten a Long John No, Silver? never in my life was I like, you know what I want right now? I, I want to go to a fast food place in a, lo- in a landlocked state <laughs> and For eat seafood. seafood. Fried I'm seafood fairly from, certain, a, from I'm a fairly fucking certain. fast food restaurant. What? I'm fairly I'm pretty sure what you're eating is just purely fried bread or dough. God, I hope and so. And that's it. I'm not sure there's really any actual protein seafood in the middle of it. No, whatever that white fluff is, it's not meat. There's no way. That place is that nasty. Is, it, dude, that's unbelievable that Long John Silver still exists. I, I am absolutely blown away looking at the internet right now that there's two, even within <laughs> like 30 minutes of me, like that is crazy. I, I've never seen them outside of Michigan when I was a kid and we would eat there every once no, in a while. No, they're everywhere. They're everywhere. And someone, it's got to be a front. Like it's got to be a cartel that owns these things and they're laundering money because there's no, I don't, I don't ever, <laughs> I don't think I've seen a car in one before eating. The place is, it's called Long John Silver's. What the hell is that place? I don't like it. I don't understand how it's still around. It makes no sense to me. That's just in a league of its own. It's just, a, it shouldn't even be a restaurant. It shouldn't even exist. So I can't believe they're hanging on. Good for them. Long John Silver's is the equivalent of like Kmart, Cancer? Sears. Oh. Like all those like places that we grew up with that just died off. Yeah. They're cockroaches. Like they're the cockroaches of, of Fast like food. somehow Long John Silver's, yeah, somehow Long John Silver's is still scraping the bottom of the ocean and like putting enough coated disgustingness and frying it up to make it edible Ugh. because that there's no way they're making money. Like they they just have to be holding on until they eventually go away. But and you know what's funny too? Like this is how you know they suck. What other fast food joint sells seafood ever anywhere? McDonald's is the only one that I know of. It doesn't exist. So if you're like literally the unicorn in the market and you can't make it work, bro, your business plan's bunk. 
Go away. I don't I don't understand how they're still open. I'm telling you, a cartel owns them. They are that's a money laundering. They're not real. It's for drugs. <laughs> it's gotta be drugs. Real. Like there's gotta be a secret menu just like the stupid ass in and out burger. And it's gotta Shut be drugs. Shut your mouth. Meth. God, you're and you such know a hater. if you're going to Long John Silver's, you're on meth. Like you've gotta be. They gotta be putting sugar in the batter of the thing just to appease the meth mouths. I don't know. It's crazy. All right. That's well, it. your your list was too regionally specific for my liking. So in the next couple weeks, the I'm only, gonna. I said one place, two places. Shut your mouth. Shut up. God. I just hated. I hated most of your list. So I'm gonna rebut this with my own in the next couple of weeks. We won't do it right away. But I'm going to compile so a fine. list. Um, I respect your ability to be wrong. You're welcome. You're sharing. welcome for my bravery. I knew this was going to be a very hot topic, controversial. Um, you know, it's probably going to get us kicked off the air. But and I've risked my professional broadcasting career on this. Uh, so you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to buy you a shirt that says I'm a broadcaster. You keep saying that. You keep bringing that up. Like you're very proud I'm of actually, like this notion that you are a professional broadcaster. Wait till you. Um, I would argue that we're. Wait both till you see the shirts I'm buying. I would argue we're both professional jackasses. Oh, hey, I would be remiss if I didn't mention, as we ramble this way too long, that we, uh, we have been live for just over 90 days now, and we just crossed over the 1,000 download mark. So we're going to edit that out because that's the, those are the announcements I'm going to make at the beginning. Or we are going to make. No, I just made it right now. No, we're, we're not going to steal my thunder. No, you can no. say it again. Just at the front. Thank you. Nobody's listening at this point in the podcast. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, we need to. <laughs> we're we're going to have to cut off like the last. Just the last couple minutes. minutes. Yeah. Okay. So we'll splice, we'll splice a decent part, probably take the last three minutes out, and then we're going to connect it with. All right. Well, thanks for being on the show this week, guys. Yeah. And uh, yeah, look forward to talking to you next week. Yeah. See ya. Chick. Good to see you, buddy. Had a blast. Thanks again, Jenny. Jenny. All right. And uh, it was it was good. Hope you guys enjoyed. Yeah. It. Special thanks to Jenny. Special thanks to Jenny and Tyson for coming on. And again, can't reiterate enough. If you're a friend, if you're a family, if you're a random listener, hit us up. Beyondourservice.com. If you want to get on the show, I don't care if we know you or not. Um, we just want yeah, to send get us an email, reach out to us with on, their opinions. Uh, if you want to completely tell us we're stupid, if you want to tell us how wrong we are, or if you want to agree with us, you're definitely most likely to get on the show. But yeah, hit us no, up. No, no, if you tell us we're stupid, you're definitely getting on the show. Um, so yeah, send us an email, message us on Facebook as well. This has been the Beyond Our Service podcast. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, review, tell your friends all about us. This show can be found everywhere major podcasts are available. And if you'd like to reach out, please head over to beyondourservice.com and let us know what you think. Find out how you can be a part of the show. See you next time.